News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. The U.S. is weighing its response to a deadly attack on a U.S. base in Jordan. The White House is blaming Iran-backed militants for the weekend drone strike, a strike that killed three U.S. service members and wounded dozens of others. Pentagon spokesman Pat Ryder joined us this morning on Bloomberg Surveillance. We will take uh, deliberate, appropriate action. Our focus here is not to broaden a conflict from the very beginning. Uh, we've been very focused on ensuring that uh, the situation in Israel does not broaden into a wider regional conflict. Unfortunately, what you have here are Iranian proxy groups that are exploiting the situation uh, and conducting these types of illegal uh, attacks against forces that are in the region to actually uh, preserve peace and stability. Pentagon spokesman Pat Ryder on Bloomberg surveillance. Iran is denying any involvement in the weekend strike. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is back at work in person at the Pentagon for the first time in almost a month. He addressed the weekend attack in northeast Jordan during a bilateral meeting with NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg. Let me start with my outrage and sorrow for the death of three brave U.S. troops in Jordan and for the other troops who were wounded. The President and I will not tolerate attack on U.S. forces, and we will take all necessary actions to defend the U.S. and our troops. Austin had been working from home since January 15th after he was released from the hospital. That followed complications from prostate cancer surgery. He sparked an uproar for failing to properly disclose his illness for several days. In the meantime, Stoltenberg will meet with members of Congress on Tuesday to discuss Ukraine's war against Russia. The talks will include funding issues for Ukraine. Stoltenberg spoke earlier to reporters in Washington. I'm confident that all NATO allies, also the United States, will continue to provide support to Ukraine because this is in our own security interest to do so. It will be a tragedy for Ukrainians if President Putin wins, but it will also make the world more dangerous and us, uh, all of us more uh, insecure. NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg. Well, Senate negotiators did more work on a bipartisan border security bill. That's despite Speaker Johnson's vow that the measure would be dead on arrival in his chamber. During a briefing Monday, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre shared details of the proposed legislation. This bipartisan agreement would deliver the resources the president asked for in his supplemental, like 1,300 new Border Patrol agents, 375 new immigration judges, 1,600 new asylum officers, 100 cutting-edge inspection machines to catch fentanyl. It would also provide a, a president with a new emergency authority to secure our border when it becomes overwhelmed. That was White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Over the weekend, President Biden said that he would shut down the southern border if Congress sends him a bill. Republicans say Biden has executive authority to act without congressional approval. Elon Musk says the first human patient has received a brain implant from his startup Neuralink. Musk said that the patient is recovering well and that the initial results are promising. Well, the next steps in the liquidation of China Evergrande, a Chinese developer, are about to unfold. Evergrande is a massive enterprise across hundreds of cities and several businesses. Here's Bloomberg's Stephen Engel. Will that court order be followed in the mainland, where there's a different legal system, obviously, which obviously takes direction essentially from the Communist Party? So if there's a dispersal of these assets 
is it going to happen in China, right? Because essentially there's no precedence for a large company like this with a spaghetti bowl of different assets and liabilities and priorities and international bondholders and different kinds of creditors. Who's going to be left with, you know, the, the lion's share? Bloomberg Stephen Engel. Evergrande amassed more than $300 billion in debt during China's property boom. And a Bloomberg gauge of Chinese developers is now down about 3.2% in Hong Kong trading. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.